Previously, on Elysia Rising. You only seem to ever be, seemingly be a few steps ahead of the news reaching fresh ears. I've never felt very comfortable being under this bubble for the last two years, but now, now we know that it's, you know, possibly not going to be there much longer. You begin homing in on home as you pass through the familiar arch that joins the two buildings on the corners of this street. A hanging sign over a door in faded gold filigree writing underneath the words, The Spectre. The veil is failing. The thing that keeps us alive is breaking down and the person that kept us working together is dead. What in the hells do we do now? To Elysia, the jewel of the north. On our gilded streets, fortune and fame can be found by anyone. Hi, I'm Julia, and I'm playing Magpie, an ace of our lurk. Hi, I'm Nate, and I'm playing Cavern, a dragon scent slide. Hi, I'm Meg, I'm playing Frida, a wolfkin cutter. Hi, I'm JC, and I'll be playing Algernon, an ace of our spider. Hello, I'm Errol. I am playing Atta, a goblin whisper. And my name is DM Dan. I will be the games master on this adventure. So come on in and marvel at our wonders. Make sure you see the beautiful views we have to offer. And don't mind the ghosts. They're friendly, really. Grab yourselves a seat and make yourselves welcome in the city of Elysia. So let's go through, let's quickly fly through this uh, downtime process. Um, so you have been paid. Uh, mm. The crew, uh, because, you know, notes of your uh, exploits are public knowledge. Um, your, you earn three reputation. Um, you were, uh, 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 effectively, you struck out against... Uh, the target, the score is higher tier than you. I would say it was. I would say tier two. So you earn five rep for doing that job, um, mm. increasing your Does standing. That include the extra one that we get because of our correct. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So it would be mm. two normally, but then your leverageability from being smugglers um, takes up to three days. Cool. Um, you've just been paid your coin. Um, so it's four coin. Unfortunately, that does mean that uh, won't be enough for one for each of you, but um, it's up to you how you wish to divvy that out. Mm. Um, you gained uh, some heat. Um, yeah. There was... Uh, so it was a standard encounter, uh, standard exposure, uh, but there was a, a high-profile target in the form of Tavarian. So you have gained three heat. Mm. Um, then... Uh, off the back of that three heat. Mm. Uh oh, the silent roll. What's going on? Roll. What's oh, going on? Mm. Entanglements. Oh my gosh. Okay. Ooh. An entanglement will occur, uh, which is uh, something off the back of what's just happened. Nice. Um, cool. Um, next up, we have uh, downtime. So. Um, Going, let's start with um, Atta. Uh, have you got any stress? I, I've got amount. possibly the most amount of stress. Yes, mm. yes, you have four stress. I should, okay. I uh, what? You're going. Indulge. Okay. Okay. More. Well, as I was saying, yeah, what are your what are your two downtime activities? Um, do I have to choose both now and then, like, so I can't see, like, I'm going to try and reduce stress now, and then if it doesn't go well, then I you can try do and reduce one. more. You can do one, yeah. Like, yeah, do them one by one. Okay, because if, if I reduce my stress by more than two, I will try and do some workshop stuff, essentially. And, yeah, anyway. Um, sure. Uh, I've so conveniently forgot what, what, you, do you roll on the vice? So are you you're indulging your your weird vice, yeah? Yeah, Atta is you going do. to find your lowest attribute. 
which is one. So what are you doing in your uh, to indulge? Like, What does your weird vice look like right now? I'm not really, I'm not sure how we disperse, but I imagine maybe, unless anyone else thinks differently, we kind of all quietly or not quietly go our sort of separate ways at a certain point. Um, and as we have lodgings or a place to sleep here, I think this is where Atta does most of her sleeping. Um, I kind of like to think that there's like, because we mostly reside in the underground elements of, of the manor and spectre and bar area, but I maybe like to think that Atta's maybe rigged up a, you know, when you use mirrors to ref to look like per a periscope, essentially, she's yeah. she's kind of got some kind mm. of um, bubble viewing periscope patch, where if sure. she's feeling particularly like we have a lot of heat, she can she can look out at bubble. Sure. Uh, okay, so I click prowess. Let's see what happens. Well, what? That's fine. Uh, well, five. Okay, Ooh, so you, you reduce your stress by five, and you have four. So you yeah. are overindulging. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. At least you're not uh, stressed. <laughs> so. Uh, Drool. Overindulging. Uh, so when you overindulge, you make a bad call because of your vice in acquiring mm. it, or whilst under its influence, to bring this mm. effect of. To bring the effect of this bad decision to game, select one from the following. Ooh. You attract trouble, and there's an additional entanglement. Um, okay. You brag about your exploits. Well, your exploits are greater, and you gain two heat. Um, your character vanishes for a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, given... <laughs> given, <laughs> given our timings, uh, let's say... Uh, you'll disappear for like 24 hours. You'll disappear sure. for a day. Um, play a different <laughs> character until this one returns from their bender. <laughs> uh, or tapped. Your current purveyor cuts you off. Find a new source for your vice. So okay, so I've got like some pictures. Scope gets broken or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've got like two things that immediately come to mind. Like, so didn't I? I think I took a devil's bargain that was a bit, a bit weird in the one of the last sessions. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the nature oh. of that is, but maybe something additional happens with whatever that is. But I guess that's up to you, Dan. Sure. Um, I, and if, then you're, if you would like an extra entanglement, I am more than happy to throw an extra entanglement. We gotta have something. Mm -hmm. Um my other my other pitch would be um that I don't I don't know how this would work mechanically, but maybe if the veil is failing, then Atta's like access to vice would be weakening and that maybe she just can't actually attune as well or like it something happens to like her connect her connection or whatever with sure. the the attuning sure. so well sure call do we want mystery or something more certain to kind of into the mystery of it all mm. let's go with the mystery for now okay we'll go with the mystery so um like some of your connection with bubble um starts to get severed which leaves you quite shaken um because you you were able to de-stress just by kind of like sitting on a street with a clear view of the sky above and just kind of stare and watch it coruscate over your head but it's not doing it anymore like it's not giving you the same oomph so there might be other you have to look for other ways to get your kicks um okay uh what's your second downtime Workshop? Yeah. Um, workshop. Um, I think off the back of the stress, uh, maybe Atta's going to kind of investigate ways of building like amplification and or like devices that can help with attune 
a tuning bubble or just more devices, yeah, that are sort of figuring out bubble weak spots, maybe, or something like that. But I'll have a like okay. a proper proper think. Sure. Okay. No, well, we'll we'll come back to that then. Um, let's go, Cavern. What are you doing in your downtime? Uh, well, in my first downtime, mm-hmm. I'm going to do some training. Ooh, mm. what you're training? I am going to, well, Cavern is uh, on a sort of, I'm guessing we're sort of, it, this is sort of like a little bit in between sort of like, sort of like a day or so, or maybe, just, or would you say like a day or so, or sort of like a couple of hours? From what uh, we've just it's, gone it's through, it's going to be like there is no day-night cycle in Alicia, mm. but everyone's still kind of got an internal clock. But this would be like the the speech was kind of afternoon, right. and you've you've come back. It's like late afternoon, early evening. Um, your downtime will realistically but take you to like tomorrow morning, if you right? Um, in that case, Cavern uh, is going to go to magpie mm-hmm. um and sort of catch magpie probably probably still like a little bit uh wistfully thinking about what happened sort of like the day before sure. and he's just gonna sort of jostle he's gonna go i've got a i've got a proposition for you oh cavern if this is you offering to show me the delights of the divine again i've told you did. Not this time, not this time. Okay. I... <clears throat> trying to find a good way to put this. I felt a little bit useless last time. Hmm. I would like to learn a little bit more of your skills, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. What kind of thing? You know, the prowling, the... The sneaking, the sneakiness. Mm. Okay. I would, as you can see, I, I kind of stand out, and I would like to learn, maybe how to hide a little bit more in the shadows. I never thought I'd see the day, but certainly I'd be delighted. And I can offer you something in return. Not like that. Not like not this time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Um, I know you go to a lot of parties. Mm, unfortunately, I do. I have to. Maybe I can help you in some way. Maybe get better information out of the people you consort with. Here's my escorting card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What? So, teaching me how to schmooze and the like. Hmm. Hmm. I guess it would be nice to actually know how to make it look like I'm interested in what all those rich bozos are talking about. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> do you think I'm particularly interested? Well, if you're not, you do a very good job of pretending. Thank you. Hmm. So, as, uh, as an aside, uh, as you are smugglers, um, back at Cadwalla de Manor, um, you have a set. You have a training room that will specifically allow you a, a training room for prowess, uh, which is what lurk and sorry prowl and um, finesse and whatnot will kind of fall under. Um, so if you're like if Magpie's happy to take Cavern under her wing for a bit, mm. little bit of training, yeah. you get two XP instead of one. Ooh, that's pretty exciting. That's cool. I will take that. So that's two XP in prowess. Two XP in prowess. Yes. North. Bravo. I like that. Uh, and <laughs> uh, what's your second uh, activity? I was thinking this because I know. So when it comes to heat, mm-hmm. we we want a little bit of heat, but but we don't want too much. Yes. <laughs> uh. I, well, ideally, zero stress is best. Uh, sorry, zero heat is best heat. Okay. <laughs> um, stress <laughs> is the one that you're not really ever going to get to zero. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in that case, um, I think Cavern is going to use um, some of his sway to reduce some heat. Um, 
off us. Okay. And who are, who are you sh- swaying? I think he's going to be swaying the the ladies he was with um, at at the uh, at the uh, event. Sure. Um, just trying to um, you know sort of persuade them that he was in their company and also maybe sort of persuade them in a way that they also saw other people like the rest of us sort of around the area to sort of reduce the reduce the heat from us being in that vicinity um okay in which case uh yeah if it's a sway uh please roll me a sway trick um and what would it be would any Uh, modifiers or anything it's so it's just a uh so effectively it's like a standard risky but we're not really counting the numbers okay um sorry we're not counting the results we can't just count the numbers ah oh, fair enough then i will go that four reduces mm. the heat by two nice. so as you uh, as you kind of say to him no no, no no i was with the others yeah uh, Just ask these ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that reduces the cr- the crew's heat by two down to one. Oh, Marvelous. Job. Okay, so that's your two. Um, Frida, what's Frida doing? Um. Oh, what is Frida doing? Frida was also going to reduce some heat. Um, okay. But um, I was also going to do that. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you have a good idea for it, um, JC? Because I, I was going to wing something. It involves, it involves us both as well. So. Ooh. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'll let you take the lead on that one then. Um, hmm. But Frida does have a question for Algonon. Hmm. Um, I, Algonon, uh, I don't suppose you've got a room in this big old house of yours full of shit that you don't want anymore? I mean, it's a bit of a wreck. Hardly what I'd call a happy household. I'm sure you're free to rummage around. You And as you're speaking to him, you find him like in one of the old bathrooms, which he's converted into a dark room. I is going to be less rummaging, more beating the crap out of everything I see. Is that all right? If I oh, take please, that it... like top, you know, the really creepy one with the with the uh, with the little baby's crib and the and the little rocking horse that I swear always rocks by itself, even though there's no <laughs> wind coming through that room whatsoever. You know, and all please, the creepy yeah. clowns up on the walls. That one. Yes, I have very little emotional attachment to my childhood. Go for it. <laughs> Perfect. And if, right. and if you happen to find any of my father's possessions, then uh, you should double down. Oh, wonderful! All right then, I'm off to wreck shit, and uh, and yeah, I'm gonna go and train um, and put a little mark in wreck. And, um... uh, so that's prowess. So you also have. So yeah, uh, if you mark two XP in prowess. Um. Because yeah, you've got the training. Oh, is it, it? I thought it was like you can mark one XP on an attribute. Or no, when so you the attributes tra- are inside prowess resolve. Um, when you fill up that, when you fill up that meter for prowess, then you get to add. Then a you rec. get to. Oh, then you get a pip. Yep, I remember. Yeah. Thank you. But yes, I'm gonna pop pop one on there, Please. and then yeah, essentially for the next four hours, you just hear banging and crashing, and just uh, yeah, bizarrely like. <laughs> A, a like squeaky toy and then glass breaking <laughs> and okay. yeah just general sounds of chaos um okay. so that'll be the first thing i do the um the second thing that i'm going to do is oh my gosh i don't know i haven't got much stress so i and i i think Frida probably works best when there's a little bit of stress. <laughs> is there anything that we need as a as a as a group? Can I acquire an asset? Do we? Is there anything that you think I guess we could do? You don't know where we, don't know what we need yet. Yeah, <laughs> we're need. still so new. If you if you find at the crafting table, she's making something bananas. Maybe <laughs> I don't know any kind of. Um, focusing materials i'm gonna say or like anything that's kind of weird arcane shit 
that might you might if you I don't know if that's something that you can do and help with the crafting. Right, yeah, can I can I assist Atta and acquire a uh, help help them acquire an asset? So it's temporary use that if they acquire assets temporary use if you want something sort of like permanent it would be long-term project and or crafting um like maybe the thing that i'm making requires fuel of some description yeah i tell you what um because i spent my coin um getting all the little trainee guards pissed Mm -hmm. uh before the event can i go make some money for myself oddly that doesn't seem to be like a make money beyond getting a job. Hmm. I'm going to say no, because then, you, hmm. yeah, you kind of need to be on... I mean, you've got four gold amongst you all. Sorry, four, four coin amongst you all. Um, also, I mean, the co- could... like the coin that we earn is literally like, that's that's a big deal. It doesn't count for your like petty cash that you have as yeah. your private wealth. You, that's just stuff you have. Yeah. Um, it sounds if you're looking to help Atta, it sounds like a long term project. When you work on a long term project, describe what your character does to advance a clock, then roll one of your actions. Uh, a long term project can cover a wide variety of activities like doing research into an arcane ritual, investigating a mystery, establishing someone's trust, courting a new friend or contact, changing a character's vice, and so on. So you could argue like it would give it if Atta is giving you like a shopping list of things that she might need, then perhaps you could start trying to find a supplier for that thing. Cool. That'd be a long term project. Um, see, I've, I've kind of got an idea for a long term project of my own percolating, okay. but I don't think I'm quite ready to share it yet. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. And I can't do I can't do training twice, can I? Uh, you can only do it once, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't really know what I want to do with myself. Something else. It says you can, train a give, you can train a given XP track only once per downtime, so you could train XP track one of your other... Track. Yeah. You could train one of the other two. Ah. So you could train... You could double up and then do training in prowess and in cutter. Uh, yeah. Train up oh. your class. All right, let's uh, train up my class. So that would be abilities, wouldn't it? Yeah, so just this one here. Cool. Brown. Okay, so you have one Thank XP you. in uh, Cutter. Yeah. Um, Algonon, what are you doing in your downtime? Okay, so I would like to reduce heat. Mm-hmm. How are you doing mm. it? Uh, Frida, forgive the question, but can you write? Frida... <laughs> It's not. So, a, it's not an unreasonable question. A little bit. What do you mean? Can I write? <laughs> I assume. I assume you can, then. I. I can write. Of course, I can write. Well, I grew I would... up in a workhouse, not under a bloody rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, my apologies. I would like you to put that writing skill to good use. And uh, do you remember those uh, guards with whom you spent uh, the evening yesterday having oh. libations? Oh, yes, I remember. I was wondering mm. if you could pen a letter impersonating one of them. Perhaps you could colour it with some particular language. Oh, I do like colourful language. And I would like you to address it to their staff sergeant. Um, informing him that a private Henson was drinking on the job. You saw him drinking from a hip flask during the ceremony. <laughs> this doesn't help you, snake! Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Oh, right, yes. Okay. Um, I sub- Well, I was gonna put on my best cursive for you, but if it's... Uh, if it's impersonating those louts, I uh, I better mm. write with my left hand. Great. Well, I th- well I thought you could uh, add authenticity to the penmanship and to the perspective. Of course. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, Dear so 
sergeant and i just purposefully spell sergeant and (laughs) most of the letters on this on this note completely wrong (laughs) and it's totally on purpose and not because frida can't spell Hmm. um is this a consort this is sway because it's it's blackmailing Okay, that's fine. Um, Okay, in which case, um, arguably, there was no need to roll to reduce as there's only one heat uh, left. So we'll just polish off the last of the heat. Um, As this letter turns up um, at the uh, um, Private Hansen's um, sort of like watchtower, like (laughs) outpost, um, and for over the space of the night, um, he receives a incredible bollocking from his commanding officer, from his sergeant uh, for drinking on the job especially given what's happened uh, on on the day so yes uh, as such a lot of attention is like there is no attention kind of being aimed at you lot mm-hmm. um, essentially I want his I like I want to cast doubt on his version of events so if he says like oh a, a mysterious sangrevar gave me that uh, hip flask they're not going to believe him sure sure sure, sure. um cool yeah he, he does try to argue his case uh but it is it falls on deaf ears <laughs> um amazing okay uh, and what's your second um i'd also like to train prowess okay because because out of game i'm quite scared of that zero attribute rating <laughs> in game it's because i want to try and get away with some more sleight of hand stuff in the future sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm going okay. to be annoying you all by practicing some card tricks, some sleight of hand card tricks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you do your, um, as you do your sort of like card training, your your dexterous manipulation, um, that with your uh, like training upgrades that gives you two XP as well. Um, okay, last but not least, Magpie. Hello. Mm, hello. Uh, what's your first downtime? Oh boy! Um, I think it sounds as if uh, Cavern is teaching me how to pretend to be fascinated with other people, which feels sure. like a um, oh, what's it? What's it gone and called itself? Resolve? Is it a resolve training yeah. I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Cool. Get a couple of pips and resolve then. Lovely. Uh, so so just one for that because it's you haven't got the, the like the training upgrade for resolve. What do you mean? Ah, oh, man. Okay. I get uh, one pip in resolve. One pip in resolve. Uh, and okay. what is your second? Shh, I don't, I'm not going to be indulging vice, but I think my vice does inform it a bit. So basically, Magpie is really quite concerned about the fact that Tavarian is dead and just how much she was holding together around the city um, for the kind of needy and vulnerable. So I think, I don't know if it's like a long-term project or something, but I think Magpie would want to spend a bit of time going around and just kind of kind of assessing the damage that this has done for the kinds of people that Tavarian was helping. But I don't know what that would be with a view too. I guess it's kind of how how the heck do we so, save okay. Alicia, keep a lid on things yeah. now that this has happened? I think, um, g- given your skills, this does sound like a, a long term project. I think okay. what I'll argue mm. is, um, let's make it a six o'clock. Okay. Um, and we will call it, um, Magpies investigations okay so this will be you moving from like social circle to social circle getting to know people finding out what like finding out people's thoughts and feelings around the city Mm. so uh you know around the noble groups kind of with your family moving Mm. between the gangs like listening in on conversations and so on and so forth um so yeah we'll make that six o'clock um how are you so how are you going about it to begin with? To are begin you... with, I think I'm going to argue for prowess to begin with, because I think she's just going to be prowl. moving around. Sorry, prowl. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, because she's going to be moving as unobtrusively as possible around the city, okay. kind of listening in. I think 
Yeah. I, th- I I also think probably she's going to go directly to some of the organizations that Tavarian would have been championing or advocating for, whether those are kind of, I don't know, what we've got around Alicia, like the orphanages or the, the soup kitchens or sure. whatever it is that, okay. you know, uh, in she'd which probably case, yeah. want to go and talk to them as well. Okay. Offer um, condolences and maybe a little donation. Well, say what? Give me in this first stage, chuck me a prowl. Oh, okay. Prowl. Just as you move around unseen, just to try and hear hear unfiltered opinions. What are the conditions of this prowl? Uh, it is moot. Um, we're just looking at the the numbers primarily. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's a critical. critical. Okay, so a critical feels uh, five segments of the clock. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so been busy. Magpie's investigation I is am almost completed. Distraught, and I am motivated. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that clock is nearly finished. So effectively, you've just wandered around and you've heard all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Mm. Um, and you know what? Off the back of a critical, mm. um, I would argue one of the your ins um, to slightly getting a wide variety of information has actually been to tail musto. Oh, okay. A, a period of time. Cool. Given that the cobbles are like a city spanning gang. Yeah. Um, and they are made up of fundamentally common folk. It's gonna um, follow that able... sweaty goblin. <laughs> um, that you're able to... Yeah, see it's easy. You can <laughs> it's easy to find them. Um but yeah, you're you've effectively been able to get a, a smorgasbord of kind of opinions and um thoughts and feelings about what is happening in the town um you've also started hearing from um what hearing via kind of musto um what the different kind of factions are doing throughout the city um to the point where like whilst you're crouching on the roof over the window of his office Mm. like with your cloak up so you're kind of (laughs) blending in listening in um He's just that over the space of the night, there is a stream of him like loudly repeating all of the news he's been getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, while in a sort of like, I can't believe that this is happening over here. <laughs> <laughs> Were you mean to say that so and so's doing this? Like. And it's, it, there's a part where you know you feel like oh you could just sit down and just dangle your legs and just <laughs> wait but nonchalantly because you're just getting all of this information. Yeah, um, popcorn in hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I will also throw in that the one bit of extra kind of spice that you pick up is that um, after he finishes giving you a comprehensive breakdown of the new political, like, socio-political structures around the city, um, he pauses and then kind of grumbles to himself before saying, Oh, the songbird's not gonna like this, is she? Mm. Um, and songbird is not a name that you've heard of before. Huh. Right. Um, you hear some sort of like affirmative murmurs coming from his office um, before he says, "And you're sure it's those those fire nuts, like the pyromaniacs?" And there's more mm. affirmative murmurs. <clears throat> She's not gonna like that one bit. He says. Mm. Wow. Um, yes, you've. It seems like there are some new players on the board. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, I think that's that's, that's pretty done. much it for you then. Okay. Thank you. In which case, Atta, you you find yourself in a position as you're kind of looking up at the bubble through this kind of like periscope. Um, 
and that kind of like warm comforting feeling that you normally have just doesn't it's not it's, it doesn't it's not scratching the same itch anymore um it feel it feels like something's missing is it because you like is is it because you know like you now have knowledge that bubble is dying like cuz that's i guess that's effectively what that note said right the veil is failing bubble is dying and try as hard as you might you just can't seem to kind of lock in with it mm. and as you sort of like pull like pull yourself away um like what where where else is this periscope set up um i sort of imagine that it's like a maybe it's been constructed through like wherever a chimney would because it we don't want it, it wouldn't you wouldn't want to be out on the roof just in case that's sure. conspicuous so some some way of sort of some small this, window like in hatch. Cabal in the manor. yeah okay cool it's in the hideout yeah sure 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 um in which case As you, as you kind of like, I'm, I'm guessing you maybe like climb down a ladder from the little kind of balcony that it was on. Um, like as you, you, you pass like a long, like a tall window, like a big, big kind of tall manor house window at the end of a, a corridor. Um, and you glance up again, kind of instinctively to that kind of roiling um, purple miasma overhead. Um, and your eyes kind of like in the periphery of your vision you can see like the towers of like what was the main residence for House Antelier mm -hmm. um, and like very few people go there A because the church virus has effectively kind of cordoned it off and condemned it but also because the f only the front half of the building lies within the veil. The back half mm. is juts out into veils into void space. <laughs> but as you're looking at where the veil meets, like the roofs and the towers of this large, grand, um, like it's not it's not a mansion. I mean it dwarfs Cadwallad domain. It's it's almost like a castle, if you will, like a miniature castle. But as you're looking at where the, the veil intersects with the ceiling. For the briefest of moments, you see a face at the window staring directly at you. And as you peer a bit close, as you squint slightly, because you're surprised to see anyone in there, you realise that the face isn't behind the window. It's in front of it. Okay. And you blink for a few moments as you try to gauge whether is that a spirit inside the field? like inside bubble and it looks at you for a moment before separating this is after my overindulgence on bubble though right so uh this is so this is potentially effectively a result of your uh, overindulgence okay. this is okay right understood um and perhaps you feel a bit well how, how do you feel for two years, this shield has successfully kept ghosts out. Ghosts that are inside. Um, once upon a time when the shield was erected, it forced all of the spirits out. But that's effectively because, presumably, it was just like being 
pushed away by an ever-expanding wall. But mm. once the once bubble was erected, it mm. was you know established. Um, spirits just can't get in, and you've seen like the spirits kind of crawling over the surface of the orb, trying to get in. Yeah. I think when Atta was reading the note, which is like, Bubble is failing, I think Atta's immediate conclusion, without any other information, is that Bubble in its entirety goes away, including all the cool, interesting new things that have happened. It just disappears. There wasn't like a... There wasn't necessarily as much of... There, the worry was that it would go away and it would be gone. Not that it would go away and spirits would descend upon us immediately <laughs> so much um and i think this moment has given like more of a i think the question that kind of runs through atta's mind this at this sort of objectively late moment in the perpetual night um, mm -hmm. is would it be so bad if Bubble didn't keep things out <laughs> maybe that wouldn't be so bad as one part of your mind says that that wonders that another part of your mind um, reminds you that you've heard stories that some uh, some people of a much more extreme criminal inclination have fundamentally performed executions by hurling people through the veil to let the spirits get them. Whilst there are there are rumours that some people even voluntarily step beyond the veil. Uh, out outside of the protection from the spirits. You've heard rumours of people going out. You haven't really heard any rumours of people coming back. It sounds... It's a very similar story um, to the stories you've heard of the descent in Bell Tower Prison. Of the prisoners that are sent into the sewers to hunt for rats for food. Uh, and not all of them making it back out. Yeah, I think the the more rational part of Atta's mind sort of thinks of the crew, and you know, they maybe don't want to be disintegrated and <laughs> sure. like, absorbed. Well, um, yeah, as you as you ponder on this. Um, and you kind of lose yourselves in your your thoughts <laughs> for a, a, bit, a bit longer than you might normally. Uh, in the morning, quote unquote, there is no day night cycle in Alicia. But after a um, a somewhat rest, I'm guessing a restless sleep for mm. the vast majority of you, given all of the information that you've taken on recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Yep. Um, where do you all respectively wake up? Uh, starting with Frida. Oh, in the room that she was still in, wrecking. You know, just, <laughs> just, 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 yourself out, uh... just peacefully curled up. You know, sort of head on hands in amongst the wreckage. You know, she's pulled like there's a there's a half torn teddy bear that she's just sort of tucked up under her her head for a pillow. Um, and yeah, just just surrounded by the wreckage of the old playroom um, where she was doing some wrecking. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, so you wake up in Cabal of the Manor. Uh, mm -hmm. Cavern, where are you waking up? Um, I think Cavern's also going to wake up in the Manor as well, considering that we do have our own quarters there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think he particularly has anywhere to call home. Um, sure. So he just, well, there's many a bedroom that he probably finds himself in, but this morning he's going to find himself in the bed that Algernon has offered him okay. um, to sleep in the manor. Very and he's 
he's probably gonna actually wake up a little bit earlier than usual and find Frida sort of curled up in the room, considering that she was sucking a thumb, just <laughs> hammering on all night. <laughs> okay, just kind of walk in and go like, "Did we have fun? Did we?" No. What? And sort of, as she sits up, there's a cloud of um, feathers from all the pillows that have, you know, sort of, <laughs> that she's torn apart, just move over. <clears throat> all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think I think I worked a couple of things out last night. Mm. How about you? Good night? Hmm. Restless. But I guess that's how it's going to be for a while. I do that. What's for breakfast, anyway? Look, gets um, up, brushes off her hands, <laughs> you know. Algamon, uh, where do we find you? Master bedroom? <laughs> um, yes, there's the master bedroom that once belonged to Algamon's parents. All of the portraits have been taken down. You can see the dusty spaces they left behind. The four-poster bed um, is empty, and if you go into the ensuite bathroom you will see it flooded with red light from an from a spirit charm uh, red light bulb um, and Algonon passed out on the floor um, the bathtub filled with photochemicals um, as he's attempting to or he has fallen asleep while attempting to perfect um, his photographic development method. Sure, okay. And he, he opens his eyes and in the red light um, you cannot see the irises of his eyes because they are red as well. Um, okay. Very, very interesting. Uh, where's Atta waking up? Uh, I feel like Atta took one of the kind of, maybe like there were helpers uh, wealthy family, the Codwallers. Um, Codwallers? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Um, but yeah, just like a pile of blankets is gently moving up and down um, <laughs> before like, they poke their head out of one of the ends of the blankets and they sort of crawl their way out. Sure. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, and presumably with a big morning stretch... <laughs> After such a, a comfy blanky sleep. Um and Magpie, I feel like there's gonna be a change of scenery. Where did yeah. you wake up? I think Magpie um made a bit of a show of stumbling back into her family home at about two AM uh and going to bed in her, her own bedroom at her mother's house. Back in Spire uh, Park. Yes. That's right. Okay. So um yeah. So I think that's where she would. That's where she would wake up. Sure, um, and uh, like you, you have memories of uh, ignoring your mother's kind of uh, chastisations <laughs> as you came came in. Uh, what time? Where have you been, young lady? Um, just She's past to remember. Sorry, where have you been, young lady? Um, as a. <laughs> Yeah, as sort of like the the waiting staff kind of look on with um, some with looks of uh, like concern and disapproval. I, others I think, with a, I, eh. yeah, I think most of them are used to this socialite wild child front that uh, Magpie puts on. Yes. Um, but yes, um, yeah, whoever did happen to still be up. Um, yeah, I, in fact, I don't know if Mother would even be that genuinely concerned. I mean, she might do a bit of the "What time do you call this?" But mm. in a sense, Magpie is following her path um, as the path of the socialite. So it's kind of, you know, it might be a bit of a "I know you need to party, but do you have to do it to such excess? So loudly. Yeah. Yeah, do you have to do it so loudly? <laughs> exactly. Okay, amazing. Um, well, as you all wake up in your from your respective um, beds or floors or blankets, um, you you kind of pick yourselves up um, and 
Are you rendezvousing back at the Spectre? Who took the piece of paper? I'm assuming it was Algernon, but we didn't. Yeah, I probably took it back. Mm. Sure, yeah, that tracks. Oh, we left um. it behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, are, are you meeting back at the Spectre at the Speakeasy? Sure. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Um, in which case, yeah, as you make your way back to uh, Dusklin, um, so for those of you in Cabola de Manor, it's fun when it's just kind of crossing over the bridge that connects um, the south side of the ivory to Dusklin. It's very, very close, handily so. Um, yeah, Magpie, you kind of, you're the last to arrive because you've got the furthest to come. Mm -hmm. And when you do arrive, you hear, like, as you're walking through the streets from Spire Park, and specifically, you know, as you kind of head, um, head across the, uh, the, the, the canal bridge into Dusklin. Um, so the bridge that kind of leads between Dusklin and the edge of Rook, Rookridge. Um, more so in Rookridge to your right, you notice, but there are a lot of city watch on the street, and they seem to be like harassing people. There's a lot of shouting and screaming, um, hmm. like angry voices. Um, and there's a part of you that think, like, kind of rolls your eyes and thinks, oh, this city watch doing the city watch things. Hmm. But you notice that there's there's seemingly like a lot more of it, and like the, the city watch almost seem to be moving in packs. Hmm. Um, and as you kind of wonder what on earth's going on, but you don't want to linger too long, um, you finally kind of get to the street that has the arch that leads to the spectre, and you find the other four who've arrived there before you. Uh, and I'm assuming the four of you stood more towards the back of the gathered crowd. Because the other four of you can see um, Stella and Eric stood outside the front of the speakeasy um, being confronted by a pack of approximately four City Watch. Oh. The, the four of you that have been there for a while like you, I'm guessing you haven't been there long. You're trying to figure out what's happening, but you hear one of the guards shout back to Stella, "I don't make the rules. We just enforce them." Mister Cask is to come with us. Oh dear! You you hear no. Stella going? No, he fucking isn't. Um, sort of like sticking her chest out very free to style just to kind of try and body these city watch uh, out of the way um, the city watch kind of take a few one of them takes a few steps back out, out of uh, a sense of preservation and um, if you defy us you're defying the, the mandate of the marshal himself do you want a trip to bell tower and the crowds around you are just kind of murmuring you, you can hear from them that they don't really seem to know what's happening um, but yeah, what do you all do? I look at Algernon. Does the, the crowd look sort of agitated? It's that kind what well, partially there's a bit of that sort of like rubbernecking what's happening, all oh, there's a bit of drama over there. Let's let's see if we can get some gossip. Um But I mean they're, they're agitated in so much that no one really likes the City Watch because they are um, unabashed, like, brutes. And can I notice anyone in the crowd who might be one of the cobbles or a criminal who would be willing to maybe defend themselves against the guard? Arguably, the people... I think the people around you are primarily, like, the people, as opposed mm -hmm. to any kind of organised kind of gangers. Um, like, looking around, you don't see any kind of organised criminal elements um, beyond the City Watch. It seems to be yourselves, the crowd, and the guard. And I know the, the guard, the these are well. these are people that work for Algarve. Yeah, they are the, um, like, the, the City Watch. Um, so, yeah, the, the, presumably this is the, well, it would be the Duskland District mm. Watch. Yeah, like not, not, not the elites, not the blackguards, mm. but the local watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can 
like as you're kind of pondering this and you're kind of scoping out the crowd, you hear Eric say, um, "Look, I'm not averse with coming with you, but you need to tell me why. What have I done?" Um, and like you hear one, like one of the girls responds, "You don't need to know that. You just need to know you're coming with us." And you hear ripples of consternation through the crowd. At this, Frida steps forward, um, spits out the piece of bacon that she's been chewing, <laughs> just says in a loud, booming voice, say, like buggery he is. He's staying right here. He's got drinks to serve. <laughs> the sergeant turns to look at you, and like he he turns around and then kind of oh, like <laughs> takes takes a moment to take mm. in you as a, in your entirety. Um, and then he sort of like drops into a slightly more stable, like a lower position. Um, this doesn't involve you, man. Please step back, he says. And he puts a hand oh. out and you see his hand kind of going to the, the cudgel on his belt. Oh, no, it does concern me, sir. Because this man here has got a job to do. And I think we it's in your best interest to let him do his job. Isn't that right? And, in, and then she looks up at the crowd, sort of sternly, and she says, In fact, I think there's quite a few people here that agree with me that this man's got a job to do in this year establishment. Because we're all quite used to him doing his job. We quite like being served drinks by this year, Eric, don't we? <laughs> um... Algonon, you, how, how do you feel as you watch the crowd sway, like sway in time with uh, Frida's speech? Hmm. Like everyone seems to be getting on, and there's a couple of yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why do you want to take him away? As, as I do this, I put like a possessive hand on um, on Eric's shoulder and just sort of just very slightly push him behind me. A little bit. Sure. Mm. Um, well, yeah. Uh, what, what does Algonon make of all this? Are these city guard armed with firearms? They are not. No. Uh, okay. Because of the inherent uh, dangerous nature. Yeah. yeah. Only the mm. black guard. Uh, the, okay. the black guard tends to have them. Black guard and people that aren't supposed to have them have them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, but yeah, I... I mean, one of the watch might have a crossbow. <clears throat> I was wondering, would Algonon have any sort of legal knowledge, civil rights, civic rights knowledge weaseled away somewhere that he whip out to kind of argue the, with these guards on the sort of the nature of the arrest or the, the detainment, like they do actually have to say or they have to have a warrant or something. Like there has to be, you know, just cause or whatever. Like, is there any knowledge that he could unearth to make an argument and sort of back Frida up? And if not, Frida's got her civic justice right here. Right, exactly. Knock <laughs> on tattoos doesn't quite, which doesn't quite make it. <laughs> um, I, well, I'll, I'll jump in and say that Algonon, you you would know that, especially from uh, a more civilized time, that there would have been a due process. Um, We're in martial law, aren't we? It's martial mm. law. It's all out the oh, window man. now. Yeah. Cavern, um, Atta, how are you? Uh, what, are, what are you doing whilst... So Frida's, Frida's stepped in and just kind of inserted herself up in this uh, sergeant's grill. I think Cavern's um, actually going to sort of approach the sergeant. Sort of if if, the, if Frida's like this and right in front of his face, I think Cavern's just going to sort of go up to the side. And if the crowd's sort of going like, blah, 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 I think Cavern's just going to kind of go like, you don't really want the people off your side now, do you? I mean, if you just tell him what what he's being arrested for, why he's coming with you, I'm, I'm sure that will calm down these fine folk surely it's just for questioning surely there's nothing untowards this gentleman has done okay you say that uh atta uh atta's not a great talker but she is kind of 
hiding behind a few legs uh, at the moment yeah. and kind of peeks out and kind of walks towards the guards like isn't there more important crimes to be investigating around okay so as you you approach and say that so uh magpie mm. i think i think magpie's tack was whispering to to algernon something like don't they have to don't they have to have a good sure. reason? Because sure, sure, maybe sure. she's a little bit green about the martial law thing. She only sure. started being a smuggler quite recently. In which case, um, like Eric looks to Frida, who's got her hand on his shoulder, um, and he looks to Cavern and Atta as they approach. And like, there's there's a conflicted look on his face. There's one. Like one part of his face says pride, like in a fatherly kind of way, like he's proud that you're stepping up. But there's also a look of worry that you're now in the firing line. Um, but as you see him sort of like struggling with some sort of like inner conflict as to what to say to you, you notice that the crowd now seem to have hit some sort of tipping point off the back of your actions and like one of them overhears you magpie whispering like isn't there supposed to be some sort of like order to all of this um and the crowd starts to get rowdier and rowdier and you see you notice one of the guards like nudge like elbow her sergeant and sort of like tilt not her head towards the baying crowd the masses who are starting to get a bit more vocal and a bit more mm. angry um the sergeant looks back to Eric and says uh, we'll leave it for now but um, make sure you don't go anywhere we'll be seeing you soon and Frida you notice that there's a very intense stare at Eric coming off this sergeant like it was a very very targeted we'll see you later the sergeant then looks to the three of you that have stepped forward to challenge them um, and he scowls as your reputation drops with the guard uh oh I give him um, a little wink and a smile <laughs> that'll help sure. <laughs> um, the, the the patrol of four like the squad of four um out the way, make way, and they sort of like wedge themselves through the crowd that are just sort of like doing their absolute best not to make getting through them particularly easy. Um, but these four, um, these four watch, yeah, push their way through and disappear off. Um, and Eric turns to you all, like turns to you as the crowds, like the crowd starts coming forward. Are you all right? What, what time are you open? Hey. Um, <laughs> But as the crowd starts to dissipate, uh, Eric looks to you all and th thank you. I I don't know what's gone into them, but uh, thank you, all of you. And he s stops and looks at you, Algernon, and kind of walks towards you um, and quietly whispers to you, it was probably for the best that you kept your head down, son. I didn't oh, like I the see. looks they were giving us. Hopefully that's that. Uh, we will be open momentarily, he declares to the crowds, and there's a couple of <laughs> like cheers that go through. Um, and as like Eric and Stella disappear in to finish wrapping up, uh, are you and are you gonna wait outside for a moment until the doors open? Yeah, Frida's gonna sort of um, stand by and just watch the retreating backs of the guard. <laughs> sure. Like you notice them looking over their shoulders as they go, like tail distinctly between their legs. Um, but like as they go, a you notice a courier boy, kind of like running down the streets, um, and he gets he arrives at the front door of the um, of the spectre and starts to like looking at, like stands on tiptoes to see if it's open or closed on the sign, um, and then the noticing it's closed starts. Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm I'm here. I'm here with a letter for uh Mr. Cadwallader. 
Yes, boy, that's me. Oh, oh you're out. Oh, um, here you go. And he hands you a letter. Okay, I, I uh, open it. Sure. The parchment inside is decidedly sweat-stained <laughs> and smudgy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on there's a folded letter inside the envelope with a note kind of tucked over it. The note reads, um, Your first job, Musto. Mm. And as you reach in to pull out the letter, we'll call it that. Oh. Ah, that's job. Exciting. Congratulations, everyone, on completing episode two. Did it. You yeah. did it. Daisy. Did it. <laughs> Double Daisy. Double Daisy. <laughs> All um, the cats called Daisy. Amazing. Uh, you. That's it. That's it, everyone. You've made it into the big leagues. Way. <laughs> you, guards been... hate us. The guards, the guards do not appreciate your actions. Uh, but... The Forsworn dislike us more than the guards. Oh, is that... So okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, well, we will see what may or may not come of that uh, in the next episode. Uh, but um, if you enjoyed this and... Uh, want to see more make well if you enjoyed it make sure to hit the like button and comment down below um, on what you reckon the first job is going to be um and if you want to see more of this make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon for notifications of when we release new content uh because this will be coming out very frequently weekly you might even say uh, and we wouldn't want you to miss out so thank you for watching and or listening thank you for playing we'll see you next time Bye. 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 Bye.